It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. As we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today, over the next three hours of the program, Josh Applebaum is going to join us in 30 minutes. VEASAN sports betting analyst. Give out a couple of picks at that point. Jeff Seeley had a winner last week. hey Max Homa had it here on this show. Who does he like this week? We'll find out in one hour. And Mike Palm is the VP of Circa Resort and Casino. And he'll join us in studio Wednesdays with the Maestro. And a lot to get into regarding the Super Bowl with him, obviously, at that point, Paulie, every morning when we come in, there is a, you know, just the way it's going now over the past couple of weeks, something not even to do with the games on the field or the Super Bowl itself, but uh, there's a major news story that happens the day before, the afternoon before, the night before. Yesterday, of course, it was the Brock Purdy stuff, and today we have to uh, kick around what happened yesterday with Sean Payton getting announced as the new head coach of the Denver Broncos and the merry-go-round that was for Denver and uh, their entire coaching search. Now, I read today he's reportedly getting between 17 and $20 million per year. Could be higher than that. And I think uh, he was actually looking for between 20 and $25 million and the picks that the Broncos had to give up to get this guy. And now all the combined uh, picks they've given up the last two years to get Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Yes, I think it's uh, enormous for the Broncos. It's good for the league. We need the Broncos relevant again. Seven straight trips, or seven straight seasons without making the trip to the playoffs. How bad the offense was. You got to be all in here. I mean, if you if he can't fix Wilson, it's a disaster. And then maybe they much might throw their hands up after this year and say, well, that's it. We have to just eat this and go in a different direction. But just think about where what kind of quarterback Drew Brees was in San Diego. And how what Peyton made him a superstar and how great he is as an offensive mind. So they were great defensively. But between Hackett and Wilson, and they were just a horror show 
on offense, and they got to turn this around. And and certainly, I know it looks like he was their third choice, but I, I think it worked out for the Broncos here. You got to get this organization turned around. Yeah, I think they actually had more choices than three. I know you're going to bring up Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryan's, mm-hmm. the, the story that happened yesterday between there was a um, <laughs> right a fisticuff almost. Sure, Rappaport uh, and uh, Schefter. A Twitter fisticuff between those two, and uh, was it really coincidental? Was it their third choice? Did they actually go to other? Well, if you go back to, and this is probably, what, two months ago now, Hackett was still the coach. I was told from a very good source at that time that it's already a done deal. Like, Hackett's not coming back. That they were going to bring in Dan Quinn, but they had to wait out the Cowboys' season before Quinn could accept the job officially, right? right? Yeah. So then once we got to this point, they talked to Quinn, but even Quinn's like, I changed my mind. I'm going to go back to Dallas and be the defensive coordinator. And I said that on the air, like, if you had to make a bet right now, I wouldn't put it on Dan Quinn. Well, he changed his mind. Because there was talks when, when the season was going on for him to be the guy. So no Quinn, no D'Amico Ryans, no Jim Harbaugh. They all talked. And now believe what you want yesterday between Schefter and Rappaport, whether or not they actually had to go back again to the well because Ryan said no to them one more time. I believe Rappaport. You yes. Because they didn't want to give up picks for the coach. Right? The money's one thing. But they didn't want to give up more picks. And I don't blame them for that because, you know, feeling it out, see if they could get a coach before giving up more picks because of what it took to get uh, Wilson last year. Yeah. Well, the other thing is it's just it's got to be refreshing for this organization because you went Joseph, Fangio, and Hackett back to back to back. And now you get a, a good coach who's won a Super Bowl. 16 points per game, dead last. Last on third down. 11 times. They were held to 16 points or fewer. Yep. Think about that. So while you, you were thinking the Quinn angle, the defense wasn't the problem. you got to fix Wilson in this offense. And if you can fix Wilson, that should be a playoff team, even if he's average. Uh, but it was the, the close loss. At one point in the season, they were number one in scoring defense and last in offense. Oh, yeah. So think about yeah. that. Uh, how bad this was offensively. Well, they it just, had, it's historic that you score that's 11 times you're held to 16 points or fewer. They had nine one-score losses on the year. There's another one. Nine of them. They right. allowed 253 points through 14 games, 18.1 per game. That was good enough for second in the league before tapping out. The defense kind of quit on the season. They gave up 51 on Christmas Day to the Rams. They were eighth in yards per game, allowed sixth in yards per play. They allowed 8.5 points per second half, seventh best in the NFL, and it was a touchdown before the final three weeks, which was number one in the entire league. And so where are you at now with this team actually bouncing back? Because I'll, I'll ask you this. What if they win seven games next year, two more than this year, but Russell Wilson's the same guy? Well, you're in trouble. Does Peyton get a pass? Yeah. Or are we going to I, I Will yes. he? Or will... You know how this world works. If you can't fix him, you would just say he was... It's, it's Russell Wilson's cooked down yeah, right. at that point. Yes. So have to you, go in a different direction. Where are you, okay, so do you think Wilson, how do you look at that entering next year? Uh, do you trust the first decade of his career where he was awesome and a top 10 quarterback and a Hall of Famer in Seattle? Or is it possible that last year was really what we're going to see from Russell Wilson moving forward? Uh, I think I'll be a little, he can't be, he's not as bad as he was last year, but he wasn't as good as he was in Seattle. It, we won a lot of games because of the defense, but you could also say who was who was Baldwin. I mean, the guys he was throwing to. But I, I think he came on at the end of the year. There were a couple of good games that he played. He played well at Kansas City. He played well to close the year against the Chargers. Uh, I, I, th- he, I think he'll he'll 
Peyton will be able to fix them. Yeah, see, I'm not going to write now, off. MVP yeah. level, I don't think we'll see that again. I don't think so either. No. Uh, I'm not going to write off the Broncos and Russell Wilson because of what we saw last year. I think that's kind of making a mistake. Right. I, I have to be patient, and I could eat those words come October 1st next year. Right. Now, should you move the Super Bowl odds as a result of this? I don't think so. But, uh, uh, not not like some books did. No. I mean, I'm noticing as low as 20 to 1 of the Broncos. That That's because of the coach? Come on. I'm seeing 45 to 1 at some right. spots. I th- the Broncos are big winners, even if he was their third or fourth choice. McCarthy's a big winner now that he's locked up in Denver. So now the you know, Jerry Jones isn't going to say, well, win this year or else. Well, I'll go in- to Peyton. So that works out for McCarthy. And they get rid of all his assistants, and he's supposed to call the plays. But this could come back to haunt this organization for a long, long time. You, you know, you, you, if the Chargers get rid of Staley and hire this guy, how, uh, that's dangerous now. He, he has Herbert to work with in that offense. Chargers organization may have blown a, a big opportunity. Oh, here. that would have been the team. Absolutely. Made yeah. the most sense. I, I think out of any, forget the Cowboys even for a second, because of Dak, the, the difference between, to me, Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert, there is a pretty big gap there. I, I love Herbert. If Peyton goes there with all that talent on it, they're not going to blow that game against Jacksonville. There's also not expectations. Yeah. You're not America's team. Right. Not, Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, you're flying under the radar there. Yeah. They, they have no fans in Los no. Angeles. No. So, I mean, that guy could go there and work wonders and be there for, you know, until he's 75 years old if you wanted to be. So the the Broncos do have expectations. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this now because they're not. It's, it, it, that is a very football-hungry part of the country. And uh, they are a proud organization that has, by the way, won uh, a lot over the years. Yep. So Peyton does need to figure this out. And then all ba- basically it all boils down to what we're talking about. They have to fix Russell Wilson. And then since Manning left, it has just been a motley crew of horrible quarterback play. Yeah. And you thought you had it fixed and solved that problem with Wilson, and you didn't. Okay. And he goes back to Elway, who of all people, Elway couldn't decide and evaluate talent at that position. A C- couple of things I do like that they're going to be working with. And, why, again, I will trust that Wilson's going to be much better than this year. Don't forget, they, they lost Tim Patrick before the season started. So their trio at wide receiver, it was going to be Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Tim Patrick. That's pretty damn good. And Patrick never played. He's a really good weapon. And then uh, I'm a huge fan of Javante Williams. They lost him immediately. Yeah. Guy's a complete stud at running back. And Gordon kept fumbling. Of course. Right. He didn't have a chance, though, with Hackett. They had no idea what he was oh, doing. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, again, it's an all-timer. It, it, the, the crowd chanting down the play clock because they couldn't get the play in. Were you surprised Ryan took the Houston job? If he could, cause he no, could have, could no, not surprised job. at all. Yeah. No, I mean, that's where he played. Okay. You know, that that's and he was the shortest shot on the board, I believe, right, to take the Houston job. I'll tell you what's interesting now is Fangio was saying, wait a second, not a done deal. Could Fangio now go to San Francisco? He could. Because this, this is this, multiple places said it was a done deal. He's the D.C. at Miami. He says it's not done on my end. Yeah. So now he's probably waiting this out with Ryans, who leaves, and he could come in and be the D.C. in San Francisco. C- could be. I would actually, that's the way I would look at it if I'm him. I'm going to say, I yeah, I'm going to change my mind on that. Yeah. By the way, this one, it just, it kind of reeks of, you know, going from Hackett to Peyton is almost the same on paper as what Jacksonville did this year. Going from Urban Meyer. I agree with that. To Doug Sounds Peterson. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's all, it's, by the way, another one I'll throw out there. It's kind of like going from Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens, to what um, Stefanski was able to do in her, his first year. Now, Stefanski, it's kind of worn off a little bit there in Cleveland, but he did a great job in his uh, rookie season there. Yeah. And there was a lot of things of, of Wilson going rogue and 
doing bizarre stuff with the play calling and how he was acting. And well, you know, don't Pey- forget, Peyton yeah. will make all that. It's Peyton's offense, so don't forget about that. Oh, sure. I mean, those reports that came out of Denver, yeah, that he was still calling out audibles as if he was the Seattle quarterback, and players in the team are like, "What? What? What are you saying? I, I, I don't even know that language." Plus, they knew early on that Hackett was in over his head in a, in a buffoon. Oh my God! You knew I mean, after all, the Monday all, night game. Yeah, sure. All Peyton has to do is flash the ring and just look at my resume, look at my record, look what I did with Drew Brees, yep. right? Next weekend, the last weekend of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place $10 or more on qualifying bets and get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Paulie. We'll run down last night's betting action and win some, lose some coming up next. LeBron did it for the first time this season, and it paid 14-1. to 1. And sports moments that would have snapped the internet and uh, or social media had they happened in, in more modern times. That's coming up here in Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. We're going to share all your emails and tweets coming up. Great job, guys, uh, with the sports moments. Uh, start your morning with VEASAN's new podcast, VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for the biggest games in just 15 minutes. Line moves, injuries, and what you need to be looking at before you make your bets. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Let's go to the Sinister Northeast. He'll set the scene. Thanks for the time, Josh. What was it like there yesterday? It was Massachusetts went live with sports betting. Yeah, it's great, Mitch and Paul. You've been waiting for so long since 2018 when Paspo was overturned. Obviously, you guys have been able to bet for quite a long time here, but uh, New England, it felt like everyone else was having fun except us. At literally every New England state except Massachusetts had gone legal. Uh, basically, what we're seeing here, guys, is the opening yesterday was successful. You look at the three casinos right now. We don't have mobile betting yet. A lot of people have been asking about mobile. Mobile is going to take a little bit longer. That's not going to launch until they're saying around first week of March, ready for March Madness here. So there's three casinos in uh, Boston or uh, in Massachusetts. You have the Encore, which is the big one, okay. which is closest to me. That's where I'm going to go. Plain Ridge Park Casino, and then you have MGM Springfield, which is a little bit in Western Mass here. So uh, it's so far so good, guys. You had a lot of uh, big celebrities in Boston uh, throwing out, uh, quote-unquote, the first pitch, making bets. You had uh, Julian Edelman bet 11K on the Celtics to win the uh, the NBA championship here. I think they're like plus 360. Johnny Damon, Sean Thornton, Cedric Maxwell. So went pretty good. The only hiccup I heard is that when people were trying to cash their tickets, there were some issues with the kiosk. There were some issues with, going to the window. So, you know, it's like a soft opening here a little bit. People are pumped. It's going to take a little bit to iron out any kinks. But uh, finally, we are legal, and I don't have to say hashtag let us bet anymore. It's finally yep. here. I'm pumped. Everyone's excited. They caught a break that it took so long because people would have pounded the Boston Bruins at a big price. It's, it's so exactly good. right. Plus 450. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, although they have lost three straight here, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, Pauly, but they have a line move tonight in uh, in Toronto. Okay. But what do you think of uh, the early the Super Bowl line movement? I know it's circa. They opened Kansas City, the favorite, obviously swung to Philadelphia. What are your thoughts so far on the line and maybe what this where this could uh, wind up going off at? Yeah, this one's fascinating here because it reminds me quite a bit almost of like some deja vu from that Cincinnati and KC line where we saw an initial move toward team a and then a lot of buyback toward team b so you're totally right here paulie a lot of these books open around a pick them you saw circa maybe get out a little ahead of themselves laying a minus two and a half there at the open immediately you had a ton of smart money uh hit philadelphia flipping the eagles from a pick them or a slate dog here to around a two and a half point favorite and we kind of were sitting eagles minus two two and a half for about a couple days and then we did see a big buyback play yesterday where the reports of some wise guys liking since uh liking the kansas city chiefs at plus two and a half thinking that, hey, I don't know if we get to three, but that's kind of your high watermark. So between yesterday and today, there has been buyback on the Chiefs, two and a half, two, down to one and a half across the board. Now, the Eagles are still the big public play. They're getting 70% of bets across the market. And just a couple of things to, to think about here when you get to the Super Bowl. Number one, line movement is really, really important because the odds makers have so much data to go off of with both these teams. Their power rankings are really, really sharp with so much information to go off of regular season and now postseason that when they set a line and they're forced to move it, that's really an indication of big money causing them to move the line. It's been typically been uh, kind of smart money here that, that typically wins and covers these numbers. If you look at just the team taking in the line movement, 
uh, since 2005. These teams are 11-4 and four against the spread. So they've covered these numbers if they're taking in line movement in their favor. Now, that technically would match with the Eagles here, whether it was a pick em, short dog now still to a favorite. Uh, but here's the other thing. If you look at um, these short, short favorites, if you're a favorite of minus 2.5 or less, you've actually gone pretty well here. 3-1 uh, and one ATS, last four matchups. And remember, uh, a couple of these, Kansas City against San Fran. They were just minus 1.5 couple of years ago. The Patriots were minus two against the Rams. They were minus one against Seattle. So what's interesting is that when you get to the Super Bowl, line moves are critical and dogs tend to bark pretty good. Uh, they're 12 and seven ATS the last 19 Super Bowls, but it's really the dogs getting three or more that do well. If you're a short favorite, you tend to cover these numbers. So I'm leaning Eagles here right now, guys, but I think there's no reason to bet it right now. We'll see how this thing develops. If you start to see it get closer to a pick, to the contrarian side, KC, that, that'll be notable. But I do like this under, guys. It opened uh, around 50-ish. It's starting to be juiced up under, uh, under 50, minus 115. Like, it may get down to 49 and a half. And these high Super Bowl totals, if you're a Super Bowl total of 48 or more, the under is 7 and 2 in the Super Bowl since 2008. And just playoffs in general, high total of 48 or more. It's 67% over the last five years. So lean under for me. I lean, cheat. I lean uh, Eagles here, but let's mm -hmm. wait this thing out. we got quite a bit of time here. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, VEASAN Sports Betting Analyst, Josh Alvabon. One college basketball game I wanted to ask you about tonight. It's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Sooners around, uh, I'm looking at between three and four here at books in this city anyway. Total around 130 and a half. Now, situationally here, Josh, this team is coming off. I mean, this had, that had to have been one of the best performances of the year by any team in the country. They absolutely blew the doors off of Alabama over the weekend. So what do you make of this spot tonight against Oklahoma State? So typically, good point here, Mitch. I like to bet against teams that have a big upset win or just kind of a really huge game that the public latches onto them and they become a big public darling. But there has been one really good angle here in conference play. It's money lining short home favorites. So I'm actually looking at Oklahoma here on the money line. Some shops open as low as minus three. You mentioned it here, Mitch. You know, you're seeing a three and a half, a four out there. So line movement has been toward the Sooners in this one. But my angle here would be uh, the home cooking. It's been incredible here. But if you look at these big 12 home favorites, just straight up in conference play, they're 26 and 11, straight up 70% here. That would match with the Sooners. Also, if you're looking at just money lining short favorites in general, uh, if you are a favorite of four or less at home, you have a line move of at least half point in your direction. They're 63% uh, straight up here with an ROI of around 7%. Also, kind of a revenge angle. You know, one thing we saw yesterday was a big fade the trendy dog play that came through with Kansas. Kansas, a lot of you go on Twitter, it was, hey, K-State's getting too many points, grab the points. But Kansas had the line move, and that was a revenge angle. Kansas had lost the K-State previously. You look at Oklahoma here, it's a revenge angle for them. They lost 72-56 to 56 back in January. Now you're at home. Ken Palm has them winning by three. Much better shooting team, 48% versus 44%. So I'm money lining the Sooners here tonight. Did you bet a Super Bowl prop, and what's the most creative prop you've seen? So one creative prop that I've seen here, Paulie, uh, would be looking at uh, whether or not you're going to hit, you're going to have a doink, basically, whether or not you're yeah. going to hit an upright here. You're going to get around plus 350, plus 400. We've seen, you know, kickers having issues. You know, obviously we think about Maher and the Cowboys, but a lot of pressure. Do you have a doink? That's one thing that kind of caught my eye at a little bit of plus money here. But I think in terms of just props in general, you know, if you want to take a contrarian angle, when you get to Super Bowl props, and it's incredible. You had Johnny Avello on VEASAN say the other day, they have over, you know, thousands and thousands of props out there. Pros love to hit these things early, but if you kind of want to bet against the public, public's really going to lean on a lot of plus money props, kind of that parlay mentality, bet mm -hmm. 10 bucks, try to win 100, or they're going to bet on a lot of yeses, a yes, no prop, take the affirmative here. So if you want to take a contrarian angle, what I like to do is actually lean on some chalk, lean on minus numbers, lean on some no's, 
it's kind of the uh, one way you can bet against the public who's just looking for big payouts here. So that's something I'll keep in mind. And again, you probably want to hit these things early sooner rather than later. By the time you get to next week, a lot of the number and the value could be gone. Yep. Yeah. All right. Appreciate the time. Go get them in Massachusetts. Thanks, guys. I'm running to the book. Have a great day. Yeah, you go. I don't blame you. <laughs> and uh, listen to the download and subscribe to the podcast, Daily Morning Bets with Josh every morning. Okay, so some of the reaction we're getting. Great, great, great response. Very creative. Think so, back yeah. in your brain, like what moment would have absolutely broken the internet, broken Twitter in sports if it happened today? Uh, this is a great one that's under the radar. How about the Heidi game? Oh, God. 1968, Raiders-Jets. Raiders scored two <laughs> touchdowns in the final minute to win 43-32. They pulled away from the game. It's, ta- it's taking too long. we yeah. got to get to Heidi. Yeah. And they you put imagine? Heidi on. Yeah. You imagine that in today? Today's so, football? Let's say it's, uh, I don't know, Chiefs-Buccaneers playing. Brady against Mahomes on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday night. Long. Nah, nah, it's going a little yeah. bit too long here. Put on the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, comes on. it's a rerun. Yep. Of yep. mash. This is from Truck, the Malice in the Palace. Oh, that, that, oh. That, that, that's an oh. unbelievable submission. Fighting fans going in the stands like Slapshot and the Hanson brothers. I mean, that Jermaine O'Neal would have killed somebody. He was going to, he, yes, he would have. He got a running start yep. and slipped on water uh, on the floor. Got a running start, was going to knock a fan out in the next week. Just an embarrassment for the league and what our test was. The whole thing was innocuous. Guy threw a cup at him. He's laying down on the scorer's table, and he goes in and along with Steven Jackson, and, and it was, oh, my. I was on the phone. It was a Friday night. I was on the phone with my mom. Bill Walton, I believe, was on the game. Correct. And I said, I don't know what the hell's happening. I said, Mom, I got to call you back. I don't know what's happening. I got to watch this. Hung up the phone. It wouldn't stop. Our buddy, our buddy Adam Hill and I, we were out that weekend, and it was on ESPN News. It was a, it was a rerun. It was a loop on ESPN News, and we were watching it with the volume up the entire time. Could not get enough. Like, the, the whole weekend. I'm not joking. ESPN did a lengthy recap years later and interviewed the people involved in what happened. And the, at the time, after the game, Ron Artest says, you guys think we're going to get in trouble for yeah, this? Yeah. <laughs> he was suspended the whole year. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing, right? If the if the fan doesn't, if he, if he throws the cup at somebody else, uh-huh. that doesn't happen. Yeah, it just so happened that he threw it at Ron Artest, and that guy was a maniac. Yep. And he decided, uh, you know what? Here we go. That was a bad idea, pal. Because I'm coming at you right now. And all hell broke loose. That with the with the what happened is a. Re- did you, do we ban alcohol at, at at arenas? Do we? I mean, it was everything was on the table yep. for like two weeks about what what transpired there, and then the suspensions. Oh. I mean, it ruined. It changed things for years for Indiana and how the fans looked at the team. We are getting some great emails and great tweets on this games that you would ne- or events that you would never think of that you're like, oh my god, how did I miss that? We'll t- run them down for you coming up next. is Follow the Money on VSEN. Next weekend, last weekend of football, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Went up to 10 grand. Bet $10 and get a square. If your numbers on the square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, credit use, full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Good card tonight in the NBA and uh, pretty good games last night as well. How about this to start the card? Wizards, Pistons. Wizards, hot. 
six in a row now. And Pistons, what a disappointing year this has been. They were expected to be at least in contention in the running to get in the play-in. Uh, 13 I am and, like 16 to one to make the playoffs. Yeah, 13 and 39 on the year. And Washington playing well. I mean, they would be in right now uh, in the play-in. And a lot of guys who can score. And 24 and 26, I would only uh, I would only look to lay it with Washington yeah. tonight. They're a six-point favorite on the road. Uh, Dustin, quickly, if you can, check your phone. I have to say that. Something I think is happening right now on Twitter, potentially. Um, yeah, so the list, by the way, of players on top of everything else again, because you need to be careful this time of right. day. Right, right. Okay. Sure. Um, the players who are out, we knew this as of yesterday. Jalen Green, TJ Warren, Ben Simmons, Andre Iguodala. That was announced yesterday. The players who are probable for tonight's action, Trey Young, Josh Hart, um, Yusef Nurkic, and Diallo. Questionable. Embiid, Desmond Bain, Rudy Gobert, Robert Williams, Wendell Carter, and Danny Green. And no that, Young. I thought Young was out. I, be... Is that official? Okay. Oh. It's official. Uh, that's, sorry, we got to interrupt this. Yeah, we oh, absolutely we do, yeah. T- Tom Brady on Twitter moments ago, uh, truly thankful on this day. Thank you, he said. He is uh, retiring. This is his Twitter account. Yep, verified. Two, three million followers. And that's a video of him um, sent at 5.12 a.m. Pacific, 8.12. So, yeah, that's five minutes ago right now. Tom Brady uh, with the video. I'm not watching it right now, but I'm looking at uh, the photo of it. <laughs> and uh, he's got a smile on his face as he announces it. For good. For good. So this is it. You would think. Okay. That's all right. That's it. So he wanted to put the kibosh on 24 hours after what happened yesterday with the 49ers. Good move. I would agree. It's a good move. Because if you if you weren't going to stay in Tampa Bay with this, you know, jumping around business, and then you were going to go to San Francisco or another team, and but you know that as many players said uh, in the locker room that night, it felt like he was saying goodbye from Tampa. From, from Tampa, Tampa, for sure. Like he would go somewhere else, not not retire. But uh, it's a good move. Okay, so now I'm actually playing the video, and with no sound on here, it looks like he's just by judging his face, he's getting more emotional as he's talking about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, there were there options were going to be out there for him, though. I mean, this Raider stuff, right? Absolutely. That was Raiders, to, to San Francisco here, with the Purdy injury. To yeah. play with McDaniel's, to go and play with San Francisco with everything yeah. that they have. Yeah. I mean, if he wanted to potentially scoop another ring, I mean, that would have been a tremendous landing spot for him. But he just evidently recognized that uh, that's it for me. I'm out. And uh, well, there you go. I mean, he did it last year. He announced the retirement, but that was when Schefter broke it on him. Yes, I remember know. Remember that? That's right. And then did the, not the, like that. The craziness about that was it was Selection Sunday. <laughs> and and like every sports book in the world is getting ready to make a, a point spread on these games that are getting getting announced on CBS and other networks. And all of a sudden, Brady, I'm coming back. What? Yeah. He, he did the right thing. Now, remember the, the, the great quote that he had, I'll retire when I suck. Well, from a team standpoint, yes, they, they won the division, but they had a losing record. Right, it was a, it was a terrible season for them, but he had he was third in yards and had 25 touchdowns and nine interceptions. So most guys would kill for those numbers. Right, but that's it, it's 
This is the best the, the best way to go about it. I think it. so. Plus how much that that divorce now that it's coming out, the toll that it took on him as well. Well, I'm 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 curious here. Like if he if he stuck to it a year ago and did not come back to play this year. Saves the marriage. Are they still married? Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to save the marriage. Sometimes marriage yeah. isn't worth saving. Yeah. Who knows? But that's that's a good point you bring up as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he does if he if he does it a year ago and she gets her away. After this, please come on, your health. Time to be a family now. And uh, that would have been, you know, a great time, too, to go out on top. Well, but, I mean, he's just, think about this for a second. We are watching Patrick Mahomes do something that we've never really seen before on the field. I mean, the way that, I'm talking about the way that he operates as a quarterback. Nobody has really ever been that gifted before. Aaron Rodgers had a toolbox that was insanely deep. Mahomes offers more things than Rodgers actually did. Mm-hmm. But Mahomes, in five years now, it's difficult to win a Super Bowl. He might win it this you know, coming weekend, well, in two weeks, for a second. But to get to seven like Brady did, six with one team, and then he says, no, nah, that's it for me. And then in year one, goes to the NFC. Right away. With, with Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. I know, right. And he goes on the road to beat both of those guys in the playoffs he to win his, one. He has as many rings in the NFC as Brees and Rodgers. That's right. The, the ultimate middle finger, right? And I'm sure that has to bother Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers saying, you know, I'll take the money and Adams walks. That's on Rodgers. But, but also Brady just saying, hey, can I get this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy? And they go, okay, sure, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, and he wins the Super Bowl. Right, Breeze only played in one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, he only played in one, so that means one NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers only has one NFC Championship. Brady the same. I mean, I just it's stupid. I think that's right. I think he only played in one. The Saints Breeze. only went to one Super Bowl yeah. with uh, Breeze. Yeah, and how many times they lost uh, in the NFC title game? Okay, but. Now with the you know what what do they do? What direction do they go? They got to start that completely over. And that could oh, be, could that be Garoppolo? Now this opens the door for Garoppolo for several places. Now what? And then then the Rogers sweepstakes can heat up even more now too. Yeah. I don't. I, do they fall off like the, the Rams really could fall off? Yes, they could. No, I know they had a lot of things go wrong this year with the Rams, the injuries, Stafford, Cup. Donald, but also that's what happens when you sign all of your superstar players to massive contracts and you don't have a lot of depth. Once they get hurt, it's okay, not very good. And do the Buccaneers, you know, here's the cliff. They kind of like get pushed off of it right now, like Tampa or like uh, the Rams did. And the NFC, man, the times are changing. Yep. Because maybe Rodgers goes somewhere this offseason and they were awful this past year. The Super Bowl champs couldn't make the playoffs. The Buccaneers backdoored their way into an AFC, uh, NFC South championship. And again, think about the quarterbacks that we're talking about right there. That's why if you're like Lamar Jackson and some of these others, I mean, Sean Payton taking the job yesterday in Denver. Yeah. Again, you're going to be in well, the AFC. I know. It's also $20 million a year, though. Too. I, I, uh, yeah. Yep. Think about this. Brady, 35 playoff wins. Montana's second was 16. Peyton Manning, Steve Young, Elway, fourteen. That's come and, on, and 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 Bradshaw. I mean, <laughs> that's just that's stupid. How long does Mahomes have to do this? Mahomes has been to five straight AFC title games. He's ten and three. He's he's twenty five behind Brady. 
I, it, that's absurd. 35 playoff yeah, wins. Yeah. And how many times were they the one seed or the, how many times Brady made it to the AFC title game? But the worst thing would have come if he would come back and it would have been Tampa. And, you're and it would have been. It's a six-win season. And, it w- Paul, if it would have looked it. ugly, right? I know, Again, I don't mean this as, as an insult to Peyton Manning because I'm a big fan of Peyton Manning. I love the Manning cast, and he was very good, obviously, as a quarterback. Peyton Manning was not a good quarterback in his final year, though. They won that Super Bowl because of the defense, and it did not look pretty. I mean, Osweiler helped them say we win that division that year. Yes. And he was a big reason why they you know, made it that far. I don't think they had a third down conversion in the AFC title game that, when they beat New England. Is this going to yeah. break Twitter today? Funny how we were talking about yeah. that moment. He tweeted this out again 12 minutes ago. He has, it's like 60,000 likes and, uh, you know, 20,000 retweets already. Okay. And uh, now the clock is ticking on Greg Olson. It was, wait a second here. Greg Olson gets demoted now. Yeah. Not from the Super Bowl, but. Brady now moves into the number one slot. Oh, that, on that'd, be a, that'd be a slap in his face if they said, step aside. <laughs> yes. Brady's going to come in next week. Brady's going to put him in the booth. Who cares? Schefter with a tweet. It was a year ago today when he made the announcement that he was going to retire. He just tweeted it out February huh. 1st last year. And then it was, what, six weeks later then? Middle of March when he said, now nah, I'm coming back? Yeah. All right. Well, the other thing, the, 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 when you say for good, I mean, you can't, you can't pull this now. You can't. Well, you can't, you I can't, can't wait do... to hear it. Well, we'll have it coming yeah. up. Again, he is. I forget about quarterback. He is the best in any sport. Yeah. Of our lifetime and ever. Yes. Brady, and uh, you'll hear what he had to say on social media about his retirement coming up next. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T. 
who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. The big game means big plans for VEASAN. We'll be in the middle of all the action, live from Radio Row in Phoenix. Athletes, celebrity interviews, props, and more props. Huddle up, watch, follow the money. Lombardi line, VEASAN final countdown, VEASAN prime time, all live from Radio Row starting next week. Betting splits, big game props, VEASAN.com. So Tom Brady announced his retirement on social media. 18 minutes ago. For good. For good. Very important. This was, he he did not allow somebody like Adam Schefter to get ahead of the news this time. That chapped him, by the way. Brady was not happy. That was a year ago today, and he was not happy about it. Yeah. So today, he took it on himself. Who leaked that, you think? uh, Oh, boy. You think his dad went rogue? I mean, who would... Mm. Who would have leaked that? How many people would have known about it and called called Schefter? Hey, I got I got some some news here. This is a uh, uh, you're going to hear so many stats, yep. and so many numbers on Brady that are that are going to make your head spin. This is one from uh, Dove Kleiman, who's an NFL reporter. I know he loves Tom Brady. He put it he put it like this: Brady was more likely to take his team to the championship game. It happened seventy percent of the time in his career. Huh than any quarterback to complete a pass. Oh! He's the best quarterback in history twice. Yeah. And when you look at 01 to 2011, three Super Bowl titles, five appearances, two Super Bowl MVPs, two MVPs, a winning percentage of 780, best all-time, 16 playoff wins, best all-time, nine division titles, seven Pro Bowls. Then... That's only for the first 10 years. When you go from 2012 to 2021, three more Super Bowl titles, five Super Bowl appearances, two more MVPs, one in the regular season, 17 more playoff wins, eight division titles, and seven more Pro Bowls. Ridiculous. That's, that's awesome. Ten, ten Super Bowls. Think about that. Ten? Ten Super Bowls. Rodgers played in one and he, in, oh my in, God. in the three losses, they lose on the Tyree catch, right? You, imagine if they win that. And then you have eight and you're, and you're undefeated. He has that feather in his cap. He throws for 500 yards and another okay. one, and they lose. Couldn't okay. stop the Eagles, the Malcolm Butler one. Yep. Right? Yep. And then the other one, I think, what, the Manningham play, I think they lost that by three. So let's hear from 
the true GOAT, Tom Brady, who announced his retirement 20 minutes ago. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. All right, so there you go, right. Brady again announcing it. Super emotional at the very end. He deserves a standing ovation. Good job. And Michael Lombardi uh, joins the program now. Um, obviously, longtime executive in the NFL, current VEASAN host, was around Brady for many, many years. Uh, Michael, thanks for a few minutes here. Uh, just to put overall what you watched in his career, Tom Brady, and the excellence uh, over the years into perspective, if you can. You know, I, I, it's somewhat remarkable when you consider Don Chula's the winningest coach in NFL history, and he went four years with the great Dan Marino and never went to the playoffs. And when you put Brady's 10 Super Bowls out there and understand what he was able to accomplish, and as you guys talked about, one Super Bowl, they never punted, you know, yeah. and, and they got beat by the Eagles. Yeah. Another Super Bowl, it takes an incredible catch. And and the Indianapolis Super Bowl with Manningham, I mean, you know, they have a chance in that game. So it could have gone either way. Now, you know, there's a couple games, Carolina Panther game, they kick a field goal to win the game at the end with Ben and Thierry. Certainly it was the first one that they won. But, I mean, the fact that every year he was able to do it. And I think the, the underlying uh, the underlying achievement is his willingness to sacrifice the good of himself for the good of the team. We see three teams in the final four this year, right? Only one guy is a high-paid quarterback. All the other ones are on rookie contracts. And so that allows the team to have a chance. But all the other quarterbacks who have gotten played didn't get to the final four. Mahomes did, and certainly he tilts the field. But Brady, by taking less, by not being gouging at the, at the pump, by not taking all the money, yep. allowed the Patriots to have a good team around them. And I think that unselfishness should also be wrapped into this whole conversation about his greatness. Yep, that's that's a, a great point as well. Very, uh, yes. Uh, do you think he goes right into the booth now? Well, he's got to deal with Fox, so certainly I think he would. I mean, you know, obviously he's going to have to channel his competitive spirit into some other game, some other way. You know, and I think this is probably the first step to try to get his life back in some order. Where is he going to live? It was interesting. Last night, I believe he was in Los Angeles for the premiere of 80 for Brady. And that video looked like it was recorded in Florida. So somebody yeah. kept a good secret, I think. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. You know, I think there's a lot of decisions in his life he has to make. Where am I going to live? How am I going to work? Where am I going to spend my life and, and get on with the next chapter and find a way to replace that competitive drive, because that's not going away. That's not going away. He's going to have to channel that somewhere else, perhaps into his business. Yeah. You know, the other thing we were talking about before you came on, how about the playoff wins? 35, Montana's second with 16. Yeah, it's it's remarkable. And, I mean, you know, and, and Joe, unfortunately, had a back injury. Or Joe could have gone further, you know, and, and, and that's what happens to a lot of the guys that we talked about that, 
you know, not only do we talk about Brady's selfless behavior and his willingness to take less, but how about his durability? How about his ability to – I mean, frankly, I don't care what anybody says. I don't think he looked efficient as a player this year. You know, yes, he's 45, but I thought his arm was still strong. His courage was wonderful. Yeah. He wasn't very good around the team. But the fact that he could keep doing this, the durability within the human is remarkable. I mean, he's playing at a level we've never seen a 45-year-old man play at. So, And that's why he keeps stacking up these wins, which is remarkable. Yeah, Michael, to that point, I mean, he's 45 years old. And I got to tell you, I'm actually a little surprised that he's calling it quits because a couple of opportunities maybe, like if he goes to San Francisco, they can't win the whole thing next year? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine, put him on the field in San Francisco against Philadelphia. What do you think that score might be? Mm -hmm. You know, put him on, you know, Al Davis should say that all the time. Put him on our team. What do we look like? And, And, you know, you do that with Brady. Put Brady in Las Vegas last year. How many of those close games do they win? Yep. You know, I think and when you it's, it's crazy because he's 45. Yeah, I know, but he, but he didn't look 45. No. I think people, you know, the offense was bad, and certainly the the Bucks thought the offense was bad. They terminated Brian Leftwich. So, you know, for me, I, I'm surprised he's going out on this note. But maybe he's at the point in his career where he said, "I got to get on with my other life." Yeah. And now is the better. You know, I don't want to wear that many uniforms. I actually thought perhaps there was a chance he could go back to New England with Billy O'Brien going back there. And, sure. And the Kraft, the Kraft family certainly would want him back, and so would Belichick. But, you know, I think this is probably, instead of going through it, I'm surprised the 1st of February we start the month off with him making this decision this quickly. What uh, Two mm. minutes here, sir. Uh, what uh, what does Tampa do? And imagine if Rodgers goes to the AFC, then what? Yeah, I, what Tampa does is the great one. I mean, Tampa is going to have to be in a rebuild. And, I, you know, they're going to have to rebuild this whole thing. And it's certainly – you know, isn't Blaine Gabbard on the rebuild. So that's going to have to be a problem. And, you know, the Rodgers one's going to be interesting because what I wrote about in Vison online is you're renting Rodgers. How long is he going to play? Every year you're going to go through, do I want to play, do I not want to play? You're giving up a high draft pick for that. You're going all in on Rodgers, but is he all in on you? Yeah, yeah. well said. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if the Jets give up two number ones or whatever it is, I'm only going to get Rodgers for two year? years? I mean, yeah, two years. That's one year. Yeah, that too. I mean, every year it's year to year with Rodgers. I mean, he's on a month to month release. So, what are we giving up here? I mean, to me, that's a hard one. How do you handle that? Yeah, Michael, thank you for the time on short notice. We appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you, sir. And a lot of people are. uh, I'm just. I'm again. I'm looking at Tom Brady stuff on social media, and like even NFL media people are are saying, "Okay, is he being real this time?" I watched the video. We played the audio. He's not, this is it. Yeah, yeah. He's not changing his mind in six weeks. Like, he's done. But that, to Mike, again, the durability to play this long. Right. And yet, I'm actually a little bit surprised because, yeah, this year, fine. I mean, it didn't look great. He still threw for a lot lot of yards. That team was broken. Last year, the dude could have won the MVP at 44. We will never say that again about any quarterback in this sport. Right, right. Well, you brought up LeBron. I mean, how LeBron's still doing this and what, what he did last night, but if yeah. how long LeBron could play. Um, well, these are the two guys, this, right? I yeah. mean, their primes lasted longer than anybody that we've ever seen in, in our lifetime anyway. LeBron's putting up a triple-double at 38 years old. Brady was almost the MVP at 44. Only got injured. One, only the, the, That's the, it? Yeah, the, to 08 when he yeah. got hurt week one. Yeah. That was it. We'll run down some uh, very creative Super Bowl props coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL on this playoffs. New customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket 200 and free bets instantly. Download the app and use code VSIN when you sign up. Available to play in select states. Got to be 21. DraftKings.com for full details. Here we go. Wednesdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm joins the program, VP of Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Happy February. Good morning to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, our loyal Nesson family. Kiwani, Illinois. Peekaboo, Marquis. We see you. Windsor, Ontario, just across from Detroit, listening on Roger Sportsnet. We had a couple folks from Windsor here last week. Elwood City, Pennsylvania, in the Pittsburgh area, listening on AT&T. And City of Industry, California, sunrise over spectrum. Your reaction today to the news, and we play the audio. We're going to do it again for you here in a minute. But before you hear it, uh, just when you heard the news city that Tom Brady is calling it quits, and this time it appears to be for real. I'm happy for him. I, I think it's time. It was painful to watch that Monday night wildcard game against Dallas. Uh, yeah. And, and where is he going to go and all this? Uh, he probably should have retired one year earlier, but, you know, no matter how you slice and dice the numbers, he's the best, the best of all time. You cannot make an argument for anyone else. No, that's the thing, right? <clears throat> you cannot. You cannot. Nope. I mean, for one game, I might want Montana. If it's one game, but as a career, as a quarterback, nobody did it better than Brady. You know, in the NBA, people are pushing for LeBron. They have been for many, many years, right? And mm-hmm. I got so sick of the whole LeBron-MJ argument. This is five, six years ago now. I was like, come up with something new, would you please? Um, <laughs> but, you know, people are going to go to war with LeBron. People are still going to go to war with MJ. There, There is absolutely no discussion in the NFL. None. Well, there can't be. I mean, you said it very well earlier. He was the best of all time twice. Think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either 10-year span makes it. He, he, no one's playoff statistics can <laughs> compare to that. Crazy. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, we, so, we were just kicking this around, too. If Rodgers leaves the NFC, I mean, who, who Well, are, stop with the Kyler Murray might be one of them. Stop it already. We're, we're going too oh, far trust there. Me, no, no, nobody, uh, I can't, I think Kyler Murray stinks. He does, he can't say he's. But the question is, how, how many quarterbacks in the AFC would be number one or two in the NFC, maybe seven or eight. There's a long That's list. That's the way to yeah. put it. I okay. mean, Hertz, but he has proven it only one year, right? Hertz. So you'd put Hertz one. I guess you'd have to argue Dak's number two. So that gives you the state of the NFC. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, think about God. that. Just led the league in interceptions and missed <laughs> five games, right? The OC oh. fire. Now Big Michael helped with the play calling. Oh my God. How well, about this? How, how about Kellen Moore to the Chargers? <laughs> yes, right. That's even right. Uh, but you think they'd like to have that do-over? You get rid yeah. of Staley, you hire Peyton, and then you avoid Moore too? I mean, the Chargers butchered this as well. I'm not in love with Greg Olson, like a lot of people. But Greg Olson is getting ready to call a Super Bowl on Fox. And now he's going to, after the game, he's going to, likely, he's going to get demoted. Because then that's going to be Brady with Burkhardt coming in. As Brady now has the huge Fox deal. Can they make the move quickly? Can they have Brady <laughs> call the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> be like Drew Brees. Just throw him in there. Throw him in there. <laughs> Said that earlier. Imagine that. Oh hey, Greg, God. it's been a lot of fun. You did a superb job in your first year. But, uh, you know, Brady's available now. So we'll see you later, pal. <laughs> Hit the bricks. Uh, how do you think he's going to do? Uh, the really, things have really changed on Romo here. 
Yeah, well, a lot I mean, of hate on Romo, yes, isn't that's there? Right. My timeline on Twitter is oh, filled with everything bad. Romo says every week. What was the Drexler Jordan thing? I, uh, what was he trying to do there? I don't know what he was doing. And it, no, I think the comparison there was he. A lot of people pointed out that Drexler was right there with Jordan. Could have been the best player in the NBA if no. the Blazers won. No, no, pe- no. Pe- people did say that. Oh, come on. Who oh, say? Oh, people said that year, Paul. You don't remember that 1992? If the Blazers won the the title, oh my that Drexler could have taken the mantle from Jordan. I, and people I, are people were saying the same thing about Burrow for Mahomes. And you know how people react. If Burrow would have defeated Mahomes on Sunday, people would be saying Burrow's the best quarterback that, in football. No, that is true. Yes, it is. I, I don't I don't recall ever people saying anyone was even close to Jordan. Oh, that people thought Drexler Dre- was right there. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't recall that either. Yeah. Yep. Maybe in an All Star ballot one year. You you know, the, here's the thing about Mahomes in that comparison. He's a, been the quarterback in a home game and in a, in a conference championship four times already in a five-year career. No one's ever done that. And you first, I mean, think about that, to be the number one seed or to be the two seed and somebody gets knocked out. So this thing is you just can't bet against him. That's really hard. Yeah, and Brady, but, but Brady made 10. He made 10. Rodgers made I, I one. Think, I think yeah. about that, 10, and they, they, could, they should have probably beat the Giants, both of them. Right. Uh, it wasn't his fault they lost to Philadelphia. And how no. about the year they that screwy game and they had to go and play at Denver and they sacked them like 20 times. Right. They, pro- they probably were the best team yeah. that year as well, yeah. the, the Gus- Manning year. Goskowski huh? missed an extra point. Yeah, they Cost lost on the home field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about the Colts game? They blew, How big was that lead that halftime? Yep. Rashade Caldwell, wide <laughs> open, drops it. I you could have won that game. I will point out they probably could have lost. Should have lost to the Falcons. Seattle. Should have lost to Seattle. Yeah. Right, there's yeah. two right out of the gate. Vinatieri so with up. a cup, right? Yeah. Rams game either way. First first Rams Super right, Bowl. Right. Remember Madden when they got the ball back with two minutes yes. left? They, what are they doing? I, yeah. This is a rookie quarter. What yeah. are they doing? Take I disagree knee, with this. Pat, you got to take a knee and <laughs> yeah. go to overtime, Pat. Think, think about that, yeah. how football has changed. Yeah. Two, I don't know. Two minutes here. Is that yeah. enough time to go? Now it's like 15 seconds. Please. We're good to go. Yeah. So, again, this was uh, this is less than an hour ago, actually, folks. Tom Brady announced his retirement today on social media. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. A year ago today, that's when the Schefter news broke and he got out in front of Brady and Brady was not happy with that. And so, fast forward to today, and now he's going to make it official. Well, I love the best line here was, I used up my emotional retirement mm-hmm. last year. I think the divorce plays a factor in this as well. You know, being yeah. going to the booth now gives him a lot more free time to be with his kids. And I think that he considered that heavily in making this decision, along with, you know, his skill set. But, you know, I predicted three years ago that he couldn't hang on at this level, right? When he went to Tampa Bay, no one's beaten Father Time. He's the only one that did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, really? <laughs> Truly, yeah. Uh, so, again, we're talking about, you know, the NFC now that Brady's retired. If Rodgers goes to the NF- uh, to the AFC, 
And then with the news yesterday, Sean Payton, in theory, could have waited another year. Uh, he could have had his pick of any job for the most part. And the Broncos now, they had to you know give up that much for him. Did you think they overpaid for that guy? The combination here now of how many picks they gave up for Wilson and Peyton in back-to-back years. Yeah, I don't I just think he's going into a tough situation and you're and you're tethered to a quarterback that just looks awful now. And I I compare that who's in the worst spot right now? The Rams or the Broncos? I don't know. Both of them the cupboards are bare. They don't have any draft picks. Uh so Rams, you can if you yeah. can fix Wilson, you're you're back in business. It's a big if, Paul. I yeah, I understand. That's, that's why you're paying him twenty million. But he though. goes, he goes to the Walton money, yeah. and I think that's a factor too in knowing that, that that they can spend. Yeah, the reports are between seventeen and twenty yeah. million dollars just for him. So it sounds to me like you're in the camp of uh, Wilson might be toast. Like one year for you in Denver might be enough to show that uh, he's lost it. Well, he he did look. He's not the quarterback he was in Seattle. He shied away from contact. He he was not embraced by his team. How do you fix that? How do you fix the the dissension within the team? This guy who seems to be so out of touch with reality. You win. Yeah. Well, you got to start winning games. I think their defense played better than they thought it was going to play this year. They couldn't yeah. score any points. I mean, they were all-time yeah. anemic on offense. Yeah. What was it, 11 games? Uh, they, 11 games. They scored 16 or fewer. Think yeah. about that. They, they lost nine one-score games. Huh. Wasted a great defense. I, I think I think the they Christmas did. Day game, They just you saw they that quit. on the side. They, oh, they tapped quit. out. They yeah. didn't want to be there. They quit. Yeah, yeah they totally Absolutely. quit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but this too, you know this. I mean, come on. We go Vance Joseph, Fangio, Hackett to now Peyton. I mean, this, things are finally that right there. That's got to be a couple wins right there. But just the, the big difference in Hackett in well, over they, his they head. They said Hackett, Hackett signs with the Jets. I mean, did they think that they're going to make the forty-second play clock fifty seconds? The guy could never get the play in before six. <laughs> That's right. All the time they were all the time had delay of game. He couldn't get the play in. Now he's going to be able to get it in faster. If you go back to week one, the Monday night game, <laughs> oh, it, was a, it was a massive issue. It was one in that of my, spot. that was yeah. what, number one the first week was the, 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 that game on both sides of the ball was so terrible. And all the mistakes they made, what were they, inside the five yard line four yeah. times? You know, looking, using him as the example, sometimes all it takes is one game. I think most of us probably knew at that point this guy, oh boy. And the reaction was, well, maybe it'll correct itself. It didn't. It got worse. Monday night and then the Thursday night, right? With the Colts game? Yeah. No start, touchdown? Start with the Seattle <laughs> Seattle game. I didn't know what to do. I'm trying the field goal, right? And then it carried over to Thursday night. And it's just like, this is a debacle. It's a mitigated disaster. And yet, yet you knew right then and there. Oh, yeah. He's not, he can't do this. He's in over his head. Way over his head, yeah. Uh-huh. Some guys that are like, that get a second interview. <laughs> yeah, I, I compared, <laughs> but I compared this. <laughs> My comparison here was uh, what Jacksonville did this year. Because I think Hackett to... Urban Meyer is a fair comparison. I think it was that bad. And so they go from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson. Now they're going to go from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton. But I think Hackett was just in over his head. I think Urban Meyer... Um, I think Meyer was there, worse. There were some, yes, bad there guy. were some other issues there. with yeah. the, the treatment of players and the, yeah. the culture. Okay. Here, here's what's coming up in the final hour. Uh, more on Brady with Greg Allman. He covers the NFC South for Fox Sports. That division uh, next year, you want to talk about a Houndsback breakfast, Paulie? Yeah. The quarterbacks, the teams in the South next year, Mike's going to give us a breakdown on what to look for betting the NHL post-All-Star break. And up next, the biggest gaffes of the previous week in no hyperbole, $10 million mistakes were made. What were they? Find out coming up here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.